Hi, how are you? Welcome to episode 89 of Enhancing Human Experience podcast and also YouTube cast. I know that's not really a word, but that's what I call the podcast that I put up on YouTube. In this episode, I'm going to do something and talk about something a little bit different that um, something's kind of a personal topic to me, but is definitely, uh, I, I think of interest to every human being. And that is the fun and the joy of interacting with one another and developing friendships, connecting with other people, being interested in other people, and how that like automatically helps us up level our level up our own experience. And this is a topic that's really near and dear to my own heart because of some of the things that I'll share with you in this episode of the podcast and the fact that the foundation that our relationships with one another, either friendships, romantic relationships, familial relationships, any type of connection with human beings is vital to health, wealth, and success and uh, feeling good and being, I mean, that's what human is, humans beings are all about is that connection, right? Connecting with one another is super vital to our own well-being and our emotional well-being, our psychological well-being, our physical well-being, all of these things, right? We've all heard those, those stories of the monkeys that don't get touched and don't get loved when they are babies and they have they have issues with themselves and other you know monkeys as they grow up i mean not having that connection not having that 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 touch and that love and that interaction with other human beings specifically their mother it is a problem right it, it can create problems that then have to be resolved down the road because if we don't get that uh, initial connection and that love and that touching and that and when I mean touching I don't just mean physical touching I mean you know like psychological touching emotional touching on all aspects of ourselves right all that we are you know mind body intellect soul um, all those things emotion we need to be we need to be kind of hitting all of those points in order to have, I guess I would say in order to have like a full, well-rounded experience. And I've heard other people talk about this and definitely, you know, I've been there myself and where you have a lot of pain and anxiety when you want a friendship, you want connection to other people, you want to have people that are like, you know, on your team and you can't get out of your mind and out of your shell to go do it. And I totally get that. I Like I said, I've been there. Um, I, I totally have been there. And so the, in this episode, I want to offer some ideas for those of you who are in this experience uh, from someone who loves interacting with people, loves having conversations with people, thoroughly enjoys it, and gets a lot a lot is an understatement, gets an immense amount of joy from those experiences. I want to offer you some of my insights in the hope that you may be able to put some of these into your uh, mind and into your bag of tricks to go out and develop more relationships with other people, have interactions, have enjoyable reaction interactions. And it doesn't even need to be like a full-blown lifelong best friend friendship. It can be interacting with 
a person on the street, a person in a grocery store, a person that you pass by. Those types of interactions can be just as enjoyable as interactions that we have with people that we know and love and have like long-term relationships with, right? Those kind of things are just as valuable because at the end of the day, it's it's all of us filling each other's cup up, right? All of us ex- exchanging energy via words and, you know, thoughts and feelings with one another that we it's the game of game of giving and receiving for lack of a better word and i think that explains it really nicely we're always giving and receiving energy to one another and what happens when we're not if we close ourselves off or if we feel that we're not worthy of it or we don't know how to talk to someone or we're really scared right this is one of the big factors i think for for human beings and definitely looking back in my own experience and it still creeps up from time to time like i said it's that fear of stepping out of our shell and that fear that that we're d- different from them or that we're not going to be liked, we're not going to be um, acknowledged or that we're not worthy. All those things keep us from taking that step outside of our shell and interacting with another person, whether it's saying hello, whether it's inviting them to lunch or to dinner or a romantic relationship, all those things keep us separated. And what what's the worst thing that can happen to human beings? And I'm talking historically and even in the modern era right now. Isolation, isn't it? That emotional and psychological isolation. I mean, heck, um, this is a punishment that has been around for thousands of years. When you when you misbehave and when you don't follow the rules and uh, laws of the law of the society you live in, what happens to you? You get taken out of that society. You get banned. You get put in prison. You get locked away. And you know what? That sucks. That really sucks. Because what do human beings need the most? They need that giving and receiving. I shouldn't say they. I should say we. I'm a human being. (laughs) We need that giving and receiving of love and emotion and support and sharing experiences. That's what we need, right? And when you get... When you have done something that is really bad and society, the culture that you live in says, you know what, your punishment is that you've got to leave now. you got to go. That's horrible. I cannot think of a worse experience than to be banned from the society that you live in or to be banned from connecting with other people on any type of a level. That's horrible. And that's what happens to a lot of people in the world is they do that to themselves. And... My belief is that there are there are inner things going on, and I think it definitely comes down to self-worth. I think it comes down to um, lack of valuing ourselves, lack of self-love, um, lack of self-trust and respect, all those things that I call them the seven pillars of personal development that that support the self-image that, that we want, right? I look at it as like a two-part uh, equation here. You know, we've got uh, the the cell our relationship with ourself right that's the value that's the love that's the respect then we build upon that an image that we want to come out into the world and that's something that we have like carte blanche and we can do whatever we want be whoever we want but if we don't have that support system that relationship with ourself that is supporting the image and the self-concept we want to be in the world that of course lines up with the experiences we want to have we won't get anywhere. And 
it all comes back to this notion of what's going on inside of us is definitely mirrored in our experiences. If, if you want more connection with another person, if you want to have more friendships, a better experience in the world with people in general, the way only to do it, the best way to do it, in my opinion, is to do that inner work and give yourself what you want. Become your best friend. Love yourself more than anyone else would ever love you and trust yourself more than anyone else would ever trust you. I like to think of it in this way. Give yourself exactly what you want from other people. Give yourself what you want to receive from other people. And in the beginning phases, if you have been way far removed, if you've really isolated yourself a lot, if you have no friendships, no connection to other people, very introverted, all those things, and you want that, you know, if you're if you're at the point where you want that, and I think everyone does on some level, whether we consciously are aware of it or not. Sometimes we can do this thing. Have you ever played this game where you're like, well, I don't have this, whether it's a friendship or relationship or money, and I don't want it. I played that game, you know, where you say you don't want something because you don't have it, but really you do want it, right? And it's kind of an ego thing because the ego doesn't want to admit our, our the way we've been living our lives. We don't want to admit to ourselves that we have been living in a way that has not allowed us to get what we want. So of course, we're just going to say, well, I want the exact life that I have, right? I've totally done this. I want the exact life that I have. That way, I never have to grow or get out of my comfort zone or do anything uncomfortable. I can just stay on this path and be totally happy. But you got to ask yourself, are you really happy? And this is the question that I think all of us have to ask ourselves from time to time. And am I denying something that I really do want or some an experience that I really want to have? Am I not allowing myself to have that experience because of my ego in the past and all the things that I've, the paradigm and beliefs that I've had have brought me to this point in time? Am I really willing and am I able to say to myself, look, you've been living on flawed premises, premise." I don't know, premises, I don't know how the, what the uh, plural of that word is, but you've been living on flawed premises, and are you willing to drop those and adopt new, better, like level up, that's level up, which we're all doing. Better and better experiences come from better and better beliefs and paradigms and knowledge, and really tuning into ourselves too, leveling up those experiences. But when when we're ready to do that and say, hey, you know, I want to have this thing, then my suggestion and the, the best suggestion I think that really exists for all of us is to, again, give ourselves what we want to have, that love, the respect, and the um, value, and the all of those things, the confidence, the friendship, become our own best friend, and and do the inner work that's that needs to be done in order to then reflect how you're feeling on the inside and be reflected in your experiences. Because let's be honest, if you're not a happy person, if you're not in love with yourself and in friendship with yourself, you're never going to have find love or friendship in the outer world because you don't know what that feels like, right? Remember, remember, we have to remember that life is a feeling game and life is a vibrational game. And, and how we feel on the inside is always mirrored on the outside. One of my favorite ideas, and I've actually been thinking about this the last week or so, is 
something that Louise Hay said, and I don't have the exact quote in front of me, and I'll probably pull it and put it in the quote of the week, if I remember here. And one of the things that I said, that that she said was, I never try to solve a problem in the outer world. I never try to do that. I always fix my thinking, and the thinking fixes the problem. When I fix my thinking, I fix the problem. That's what Louise Hay said, and I think it is a really, really sound advice to any problem we're facing in the world, and something that's somewhat counterintuitive. As human beings that are in doing mode, that are all that have been trained to be in action-taking mode, which is nothing wrong with action, but we leave off the part of our being, right? We don't spend, historically, we don't spend enough time on our being, we get into action, and forget the fact that, hey, everything's coming from within. Everything is a reflection of how I feel about myself and my thoughts and my beliefs and the paradigms that I built. So when she says that, that's an excellent reminder That's where it all comes from. Never try to fix the outer issue by going out there and fixing it. Fix your thinking, fix your your beliefs, and more importantly, the way you feel about yourself and the the feelings that are going on within, and then that will be fixed. You'll notice the fix in the outer world. Because when you feel good on the inside, what are you going to do? You're going to be more outgoing, right? You're going to be more approachable. You're going to be um, able to talk to this person or that person and interact on those levels. And then that's when the magic starts happening more and more. The more we fill our own cup up, the more we're able to fill other people's cup up, right? So that's probably the one and only, I'm going to share a couple of our other ideas with you here, but the one and only most important advice is to give yourself what you want to get from other people. You want a friend, give yourself, be a friend to yourself. You want a lover, be a lover to yourself. You want a uh, to be successful in business, see yourself as a successful business person. Feel that way on the inside. This is this is the whole game of life summed up, right? This is what all of the people who talk about the game of life say, that whatever's going on on the inside is definitely going to manifest on the outside. That's what it's all about. A couple other things I want to share with you about this notion of having friends, connecting with other people, and enjoying those experiences, because like I say, huge experience. One of the big things that I've looked at that I notice as I analyze why I love this so much. And it's, I have a really deep interest in knowing about other people and, and finding out what their experiences have been. And my suggestion, if you want to develop more connection with other people is to adopt that model, because look at it this way, all people are ultimately selfish based, right? And I'm not saying that in a negative way, please don't read me that way. All people are um, have a self. We're self-oriented beings, right? That's just the way that it is. Everyone loves to talk about themselves. Everyone loves to share their experience in life. And when you hone in on that, and you love to hear those experiences, they're going to open up like an open book and share those experiences with you because it makes them feel good. It makes us feel good and feel validated and. To and talk about our own experiences. This is one of the things that I love about the interviewing that I do on the podcast. And one of the reasons, like I said, that I built this uh, platform so that I could interview people about their experiences. I love having them share their experiences through the podcast with you. And we all learn that way, right? We all level up. One of the things that I've seen is that 
people who are unable to ask another person, what's your thoughts on this? How did that go? Was that fun? All of these things to pull their experiences out of them when we're so self-focused and we have not turned the spotlight on to other people that we want to develop relationships with or that we want to interact with, that's a problem, right? Because then you don't ask those questions. Then you're not interacting. You, It's one-sided interaction. And, and we all know people like that. And I'm not judging that. I'm just saying that that's not conducive to developing relationships. That's not conducive to interacting with other people, right? When you ask no questions, when you don't have an interest in other people, that's not conducive to that. And sometimes those people are perfectly happy and fine to live in, in that world in that way. But there are people out there, you might be one of them, who aren't fine in that way. All it takes is a shift, simple shift in perspective and learning to love what other people have to say. That's kind of what it sums it up. If you want to have those relationships, if you're happy the way that you are, that's totally fine and you don't need to make that shift. But if you want to develop a more deeper relationships, friendships, all of those types of relationships, learn to love to be interested in what other people have to say. And I'll tell you how you, how you do that, in, in my opinion. It's awesome what other people have done. They, they have had a lifetime of experience doing something in many, in many times things that you've never done. So the way to learn to love it is to think of it in this way. You have this person in front of you, which is a multidimensional, dynamic human being, sharing their experience with you one-on-one. And you get to absorb it. You get to live vicariously through them. You get to learn from them. You get to grow from them. You get to have that experience as well. That's how you learn to love it. That's how I learned to love it anyway. And I, whether you came into the world with an aptitude to do that, some people I think, well, I think all people come in with a definite um, propensity or desire or love of certain things over other things, right? Whether it's sports, whether it's art, um, making things, creating things. If you're a thinker, maybe you're a mathematician. We've all, we've covered this before in the podcast. But regardless of that, if you want to learn to develop more better relationships and better connect with people, learn to love what they have to say and be interested in them. And the way that you do it is by realizing that it's all for your benefit. Again, back to this selfish orientation. You get to, you get to live through them. How awesome is that, right? You get to have infinitely more experiences than you can experience in your life. Because let's face it, no one can do everything. No one can be everything. None of us can have all the experiences in the world if we approach it from a one-to-one ratio, but we can have all the experiences in the world if we look at it in the sense that interacting with other people and having them share their experiences with you, which they love to do, you get to have that experience as well, right? And so that's one of the best ways to start, you know, having more connection and having people open up to you is be interested in them, be interested in what they have to say. And over time, you'll you'll, re, you'll reap immense benefits, immense benefits, because here's the other unseen, subtle side of that. You become more interesting, right? The more you do, the more you have interacted with other people, the more interesting you become. So it's all, it's it becomes a self, like it's a, it's a self-perpetuating 
mechanism, right? You're extending yourself out, you're you're giving energy, but you're also receiving energy. And so that becomes this like dynamic loop that continues and grows and grows and just gets bigger and bigger. You have a more rich, fulfilling experience. You've allowed them to have uh, the, the joy of sharing their experience. And it just becomes this win-win situation for all of us. But it only happens when you break down your barrier and step outside of your comfort zone and ask that person or interact with that person. It doesn't even have to be asking them questions. I mean, no one wants to be, you know, grilled in line at Starbucks getting a coffee about, you know, all their life experiences. Of course, it's just an, it's an energetic interaction in, in the beginning, then a verbal interaction, then it just compounds and builds and you step your way into those experiences that are immensely beneficial. But it does happen because of getting out of our own way and realizing we're not disconnected from other, one another in the whole world. We are all connected. There, This is one of the big detriments of, being, of a human being is we all, I shouldn't say we all, we have a propensity and a, and a tendency to view ourselves as separate from other people and from the source of all creation, divinity, divine intelligence, the higher being, higher self, all of those things, we, we have a tendency to feel cut off. And all the good things happen in life when we connect with our higher self, connect with our divinity, the source of all creation, and with other people, and drop all those barriers, those falsely created barriers in our own mind. Again, they go back to self-worth, self-love, self-doubt, all those things, anxiety. Drop all those barriers and connect with one another and stay connected with source and all of those things. Connection is the name of the game. I really do believe that. And feeling isolated, even whether we create it in our own mind, is the detriment to that. That's one of the big detriments. And I think that's a that's one of the things to keep in mind always on an ongoing basis is the more we feel connected with one another, we're all one, we're all, we all come from the same source, and we're going to go back to that same source, right? There's only one source of intelligent energy, and you might call it the force or the power, the God force flowing through every living human being and every living thing and everything in the whole world. And everyone's connected to that source. That's the spiritual side of the human experience. But the physical side of the human experience is, I'm different from you. There's no connection with me and you. This is at the, at the bad side of this, at the far end of the spectrum, you get war and you get uh, people coming into adversity with one another because their beliefs and their ideas are very counter to another person's belief and ideas and they have to feel they have to stamp those those people out and this is the far side of it at the at the more you know the less less bad side of that things is just feeling isolated feeling like you're all alone not feeling worthy not feeling um that you are even a worthy to go and talk to another person or that they would even be interested in what you have to say or even accept what you have to say. Those That's a little bit less of the spectrum, but still part of the same problem, feeling isolated. So I hope that's been helpful. Um, like I said, uh, you know, this is definitely something that I struggled with early on and I still struggle with on occasion, but it's also been the biggest source of joy and happiness for me throughout my whole life is interacting with other people, having conversations and listening to them and sharing with them. And and it doesn't have to be one-sided. I don't want to give you that impression. You know, that's when life gets really fun, when we give and receive, give and receive in a proper ratio or proportion that 
enhances their experience, but also enhances your experience. So I hope I didn't like give you the impression that it's all one-sided. Um, it does, it does have to be a give and take experience to have those, have the whole experience level up for one another and it becomes very, very gratifying, very, very gratifying. But again, just to recap, it comes from stepping outside of our comfort zone, realizing that we're all connected, being interested in one another. You offer that the, the first, like olive branch, so to speak, and draw that person in and draw out of them what they want to share anyway. And then the whole thing compounds and grows and grows and becomes an enhancing experience for everyone, each person involved. So that's what I wanted to share in this episode of the podcast, the love of connection and the love of interacting with other people and how it can be beneficial for both you and them and make the world a better place, quite frankly, and re- remind ourselves that we are all connected and we're all here come from from the same source and and doing the same things and it just makes the world really awesome when we do that and your experience gets better all right well i'm going to wrap up the podcast at that point in time and i hope that was beneficial to you if it was leave me a comment on my website gmarkphillips.com or on youtube when this goes up on my youtube channel youtube.com slash gmarkphillips until next time Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I, I couldn't do the podcast without you and not having you out there and, and subscribing and interacting would be very unlike pleasant for me. It wouldn't make my experience here be as good as it is. So I really do appreciate that. So until next time, all the best, health, wealth, and success. Thanks so much. Have an awesome week.